Hola, chicas políticas. You are listening to Rita Casaverde and Yesenia Chavarria, two political chicks from the Central Coast. And we are talking to you from San Luis Obispo County. And I feel normally, Rita, we start off with laughter and a little bit more high energy, but we are recording this as um, this week we received the tragedy of what happened in Texas. And it just breaks my heart, Rita, that once again, we're seeing gun violence. We're seeing a situation that should never happen at school, at a school. Children should never be murdered because that's what it was. Let's call it what it was, what it is, murdering children at a school site. Uh, and there's just so much to unpack, Rita. How are you, how are you digesting this tragedy? Um, I think I always fall back on just doing something. And so I am asking questions to people that I know are advocates for gun reform or common sense gun laws. And I, the first thing that I did was just reach out to them and say, how can I help? And they pointed me in, in different directions uh, to take action. And um, that's what I'm doing. I... I don't know if I, I think at some point I will crash really bad because I'm mm-hmm. absorbing all of this. And rather than, you know, then then thinking about it or sitting with it, I'm just like going, going, going. And at right. some point it's my body's just not going to be able to take anymore. But so far, so good. <laughs> yeah. I'm still here. So I think I'm just taking yeah. action. Um, I, I heard the news about what happened in Buffalo, New York, where we lost um uh, I believe 10 people that were uh, shot at a supermarket. And that was, I feel like, I don't know if this happens to you, Yesenia, but mm. a lot of times when I hear something that happens, especially when it happens to people of color, mm-hmm. I build this shell around me mm-hmm. so it doesn't hurt me. And the same thing happened when <sighs> I heard about the school shooting in Texas. I just, I, I, I literally feel my body just getting harder to not absorb the pain or not absorb the news until yeah. I, I see so many people suffering that it allows me mm-hmm. to open up myself and say, okay, mm-hmm. this is bad. And it's okay to, to feel scared and disappointed and annoyed and all of the feelings. And I think it's important to, to acknowledge, right. We're also mourning. Like we, we are literally still mourning the, the hate crime that happened in Buffalo and literally we yeah. are now experiencing the situation in Texas and we don't know the motives of this young man. We don't understand still what was there, you know, what was going on, but what's interesting, which I think the midi- media is also missing to Rita is that a lot of the children at this school site were Latino. Mm-hmm. These, these were Brown babies. Mm-hmm. And so this is something also media is missing out on it. I'm not mm-hmm. seeing a whole lot on this, but mm-hmm. as a Latino community, as a Latinx community, mm-hmm. we are mourning. Yeah, we are. We are mourning the fact that, I mean, oh my God, I don't want to get emotional, but seeing those pictures of the children yeah. and I see my little niece yeah. in the picture, yeah. you know, and it's, it breaks, it breaks my heart because we've been seeing so much hate in this country. We've been seeing so much gun violence at the end of the day. 
it boils down to gun violence. Yeah. And we have to do better for our kids. Yeah. We have to do better for our communities. Mm-hmm. No child or parent should have to feel anxiety mm-hmm. or thinking that they're dropping off their children at school and that they may not see them. Mm-hmm. It is extremely hard. And I think that's why I build the shell around me. Cause I, I, uh, it might just be a trauma reaction, <laughs> uh, but you're completely right like we are in a situation in this country where you just don't know when the last it's the last time that you're going to see anyone the last time that you're seeing your grandparent the last time you're going to see your your parents whatever you just don't know because this is happening not only at schools which is you know it's it's just it breaks your heart but this Mm -hmm. is happening at supermarkets at churches at movie theaters and i've heard a lot of people say well, we got to add more police to the schools. Right. So what's next? We're going to have to add more police to the supermarkets, into the churches, into the movie theaters. And we end up being what kind of nation? But this is the crazy part because this happened in Texas. And we all know Texas is its own world. And it's my understanding that the district actually had its own police. Yes, they did. And so here's a state that is very pro-gun. Yes, who had a police department Mm -hmm. within the school district. Mm -hmm. And even then, right. Even then, right. Even Even then then situations like this happen. And what's crazy is that this, this young man, I'm going to call him a young man because he was also just a child. Mm -hmm. He had just turned 18. Mm -hmm. We still don't know. And there's some broad speculations, right. I want to come from a space of understanding what was the motive, what was going on. Mm -hmm. Right. I know, uh, the, the young man's grandfather was being interviewed and he did speak. And I just also felt Rita, mm. that here's this grandfather that is mourning the loss of his wife, yeah, mourning the loss of his grandchild mm-hmm. and the tragedy of everything. It seems to me like the, here's a, here's a man who was just trying to live day by day, provide for his family, yeah. um, raising a a grandchild, yeah. you know, with all these situations. And I can't help to get emotional, Rita, because how many grandparents are raising their, their grandchildren? Yeah. Yeah. How many of them are struggling day by day? Yeah. That We don't know. We just don't know. Yeah. And it just makes me want to be compassionate to mm-hmm. check up on my neighbors, check yeah. up on that family that you know is struggling, check yeah. up on the family that you know that the grandparents are taking in that kid, mm-hmm. you know, and I just, it breaks my heart Mm -hmm. that it's not just the grieving of the loss of the poor, innocent angels that we lost, Mm -hmm. the teachers Mm -hmm. that we lost, but also this family that is mourning um, this tragedy as well. Yeah. Yeah. And Texas is a state that where they have reduced the, um, the age where you can get a gun from 21 to 18. And this young man had just turned 18. And like you said, it, you know, we are sadly and very concerning. We are dealing with a generation that has uh, been raised uh, with access to YouTube, access to the internet, access to websites that very actively talk about guns about uh you know this really culture of mass shooting this culture Mm -hmm. of gun violence and i remember maybe 
four years ago, I was uh, um, working for this company and I had a coworker who had a son who was in his teenage years in high school. And he was really worried because he had found him watching a video mm -hmm. where they were talking about guns in a way that he, as a father, had never talked about guns. Mm -hmm. They don't own guns. They don't, they're not the type of families that go to gun range, ranges, uh, nothing at all. But he had seen that there were channels that his son had access to where young kids were being radicalized. And mm -hmm. that is happening here in the U.S. You know, we talk a lot about what's happening in the Middle East and how people mm -hmm. get radicalized. Mm -hmm. No, this is happening here in the U.S. And it's happening to young minds mm -hmm. that are at a time where they're just absorbing so much. They have so much pain that they are just trying to figure out just like we did, but mm -hmm. without with the Internet. Um and with access to guns that no one should have, access to to war weapons, really. And you, you bring up so many great points that I think this is an opportunity where parents, tíos, tías, yeah. for the, the children in your lives, talk to them, check to see the history of what they're watching, check mm -hmm. up on their cell phones. I know they want their privacy, but in this world, we just don't know, right? Mm -hmm. And these are things that I wish that internet safety was more of a, of a concept that we can grasp, mm -hmm. but our, anyone, not just children, but adults there, there's, there's so much accessibility to yeah. things. Yeah. And that is, that is really scary. And, uh, I know one of my biggest concerns for is, is really Texas, right? Look at how yeah. backwards they are. Yeah. Look at the accessibility that they have. So yeah. please friends, for those of you that have friends in Texas, encourage them to mobilize, encourage them to seek candidates that can really make a huge difference to push for uh, laws that are not going to make it that easy because it's pretty damn easy. Like, look, this kid just turned 18, like yeah. literally just turned 18, bought two assault weapons, but all this ammunition, ammunition, um, like there should have been some sort of, let's just check in with this person who's buying guns. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, that first, I don't, you should not be able to buy guns. <laughs> that This should not be easy. It should, you, we have been talking about, um, women's rights and abortion rights and it's, a hundred times harder to have an abortion in Texas. You mm -hmm. can go to jail. Um, you have to go through all these hoops uh, just to even have like any type of um, conversation about abortion. Uh, you you face people outside Planned Parenthood offices that are telling mm -hmm. you not to have an abortion. Right. And but when we talk about guns, there's absolutely nothing like mm -hmm. that. So you're living in a state where it's a hundred times. Uh, harder to get an abortion for medical, financial, whatever reasons, um, than getting a gun that can kill hundreds of people. Mm -hmm. And I just don't understand, like, what 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 type of what type of people are okay with giving these type of weapons to uh, a kid that just turned eighteen? And I know that you know we have the right to bear arms. And I think when the founding fathers were creating this country, I don't think they were thinking of, you know, these mass shootings happening no. at our schools. They were not thinking of the radicalness of this country, right? They were, this, this country yeah. was quote unquote built on the aspects of freedom, right? Freedom yeah. of expression. Yeah. But I think what well, these type of weapons weren't even like, it didn't even exist back then. Right. So right. They, they were talking about different types of 
of arms. <laughs> right. So, and, and things have changed so much, right. Since then to now, yeah. and I think it's time we need to have that discussion with that. So many other countries yeah. have very, very hard restrictions yeah. where they make it hard. I forgot what country it is, but basically that country, when you want to buy a, a, a gun, they actually have to interview your closest family and your neighbors. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll I can tell what... you, I have a neighbor that I will not give a green light. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not going to say the name. But it's it's one of those conversations <laughs> like that where it's, you know, Texas needs to do better. There's yeah. zero. Uh, this this is not up for debate. Yeah. This is this is something that needs to happen today. I think there's things that in place where we can uh, impose and we need our politicians to do better. Yeah, you know, and there are studies that show that states that have weaker gun laws have higher rates of firearm related homicides and suicides. And one thing we are talking about mass shootings because of these two specific cases in Buffalo and Texas in Buffalo, New York and Uvalde, Texas. But there is a really, really high rate of suicide uh, by by using a gun. Mm -hmm. And we are failing not we we are failing or kids that we let that we drop at school we are failing mm -hmm. uh or communities that can't go to church or they can't mm -hmm. go to movie theater but we really are failing on top of not giving the proper mental health to mm -hmm. or um to our children to our society mm -hmm. we are failing them by giving the giving them the tool that is right now used the most to commit suicide Right. And I think you, you also bring up a good point too, Rita, to, to bring it back is that as a country, as people who call the USA home, this is also very traumatizing to us. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I, I'm seeing so many of my friends who are mothers grieving. Yeah. They have had so much anxiety today. Uh, we're located here in San Luis Obispo County. Uh, one of the local high schools, uh, Tascadero High School, had to Jeez, be shut down today because true. there was um, a concern yeah. of a possible threat. And yeah. thank goodness, things were taken very seriously. Uh, the high school was shut down, but then it created this ripple of other incidents across the country as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so as a country too, Rita, as a society, I think we're also being very... Um, traumatized by yeah. these events because yeah. there's been so much violence that we are being exposed to, yeah. whether it's us uh, sharing it on social media, yeah. us reading it through a friend's uh, time timeline or whatever may be. And it's, and it's hard to have that balance of wanting to keep positive for the sake of, no, I'm not, I don't want to buy into this reality or two, where I've had people tell me, uh, Yesenia, please don't post that. But part of me is like, no, I have to post it because yeah. it's for the audience that yeah. doesn't want to say that systemic oppression is real. That doesn't want to admit that, you know, black lives do matter, that we're seeing so much uh, racism in this country. And these are all intersectional, mm -hmm. I would say, and, and too, with this young man, it's, you know, I'm still waiting to learn more of, of who this was. Um, and and I want to believe that we we just have to do better, Rita. Uh, yeah. And a huge shout out to Bethel um, in Texas that did interrupt. And yeah. I think Bethel, uh, that that situation really grasped where we're at in a country, Rita, where you get officials or people 
who are out of line. And I think Bethel was powerful in that moment because he did exactly what all of us in this country are feeling that are mourning the the past week. He did exactly what we've all been feeling internalizing that, you know, we're going to take up space and where, where there's important people where it's the time to do it. And I'm going to just mourn openly. I, yes. I heard the voice in Bethel's voice yeah. of pain. Yeah. I, I, I saw a father, yeah. not, not a politician because yeah. this is not politicized. This yeah. is, I, I, I really dislike that, that notion right now that this yeah. is a political situation. No people's yeah. lives. Okay. And, children. It, and it is not because 90% of Americans that is, includes Republicans and Democrats support more legislation like background checks, 90%. This is, we're not talking about something that is, uh, you know, uh, 50-50. No, there is a, a strong consensus that we are failing and that we need more legislation in place. It is a, a small group of people that are in power, that are in control, and that are getting money from organizations like the NRA and that are going to the convention this weekend to speak and get money. And it's shame on the NRA and shame mm-hmm. on everyone else. Mm-hmm. I really do feel it's a big, you know, like, fuck you. Because yeah. to be that insensitive, to be that inhumane, yeah. to have this event happen in Texas, in Texas, the whole state is in mourning. And yeah. to still have an event such as the NRA, it's just yeah. not the time or place. Like, it's really not. Like, the thing is that it is, it kind of is for them because there is now a conversation about the second amendment. There always is after the shooting and it always uh, gets that 10% of people that are those supporters of the NRA. It's more than the 10%, but uh, there's a group of people that are very supportive of guns. They're very supportive of quote unquote, their, their uh, freedom and their second amendment. They're very, uh, and, and they're real. the ones that invest on the NRA. Let, let's be real, Rita. Not everyone needs a gun. Not everyone has to have a gun. Not anyone should have a gun. That is our thinking, though. Right. That is not the, the NRA followers. That's why and, they are having it in Texas. And and the NRA, and for us as a society, because I think we're all kind of like complex to say, okay, what do we do in California, right? Like in California, mm-hmm. it's a whole different culture here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really do feel like maybe one of our pushes is really pressuring the NRA. Times have to change. Yeah. This is no longer what serves our country. Yeah. This is not helping. This is creating violence yeah. and seeing violence. Yeah. This is not ha- helping our society. Yeah. And we have to get organized. We have to start pushing for transformation when it comes to these things, because to some extent, I want to believe that this could have been prevented. Oh yeah. I mean, I, maybe like six months ago, there was a leaked audio from a conversation that NRA executives had right after the Columbine High School shooting. That was in 1999. And they were talking about how they were going to handle the um, the PR on this, how they didn't want to talk about it mo- more or they didn't want to take on any blame because then it would hurt them as an organization. And they were very openly aware of their role in the shooting. Um, but they were also very open in their conversation, internal conversation that got leaked uh, on how they were going to treat the situation. And that was 1999. And that's that's a big problem, Rita, because 
And that was also school shooting. 12, there, yeah. 12 students yeah. died. And there's there's a there's a whole list circulating social media of all the school shootings. And you yeah. literally have to scroll through the list of the names. And yeah. you know, that I always say there's there's no price to life. Yeah. No one you can't put a price on someone's life. Yeah. We need to start focusing on the livelihoods of people and not over profits. Yeah. NRA, shame on you. We have to figure this out. I, I hope that I know we all get frustrated of thoughts and prayers where we want policy and change. And mm-hmm. we start, we need to start pressuring. We need to start yeah. really taking the narrative back. And it is at, at all levels. Um, later today, and I'm going to be talking to Don Aris, who is running for state assembly, but is currently a city council uh, city here in Slow County, uh, the city is called Morro Bay. And she has been pushing for gun reform at the city level. It can be done. We have mm-hmm. seen uh, cities like Sacramento that are doing like a gun buyback where they are offering, I was shocked, they offer $50 for every gun that anyone brings mm-hmm. back, no questions asked. And they had to close the event early because of the amount of guns that they were getting and right. they were running out of gas gift cards. $50. I have no idea how much a gun costs, but is it less than $50? Because there were a ton of guns that they received. Now, the city of San Jose has passed uh, legislation about getting liability insurance, which mm-hmm. people say it, it might make, uh, it ha- might have a big impact, it might not. Uh, but there's city cities can do right. things that uh, make an impact and you're going to be voting for your city council member for your mayor mm-hmm. this uh, November and those uh, city councils oversee city managers who oversee uh, mm-hmm. police uh, the city police so mm-hmm. there's a huge huge uh, power that people have when they vote for example mm-hmm. uh, it's not the only way they can take action in many other ways mm-hmm. in between elections uh, but Right now, California has a primary going on. Ballots are out for every registered voter. The last day to vote is June 7th. And here in California, I believe I checked today, the percentage of people that have returned their ballot in the last uh, 15 days is only 7%. 7% of people, only 7% of people have voted in California. San Luis Obispo County is at 11%. 11%. That is... I don't understand, you know, and that, that's a part that always annoys me of everyone saying we want change, we want something different, but they're not willing to do the very basic first mm-hmm. step that can help, that can make such a difference. And I think too, Rita, we're very lucky to live in California, right? Yes. We're not living in Texas where you can literally, anyone can carry an arm with them yeah. and walk into a restaurant. Yeah. Like I just went to Texas for the first time oh, and, that's true. and, uh, and it was wild. I mean, I remember going into the grab breakfast with a friend and it's literally the sign on the restaurant says you cannot carry a weapon in this establishment. And I had to take a step back and ask my friend, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? She goes, yeah, in Texas, like you can carry oh, a gun you. with on you. And I was just like, whoa, like my anxiety was just yeah. like even higher. But even though we live in California, we all need to continue participating. We cannot take things for granted yeah. and, and start asking those questions, right? If we really want to see the change, we need to start electing politicians who are in alignment with the agenda that we want to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to openly start having those conversations. If those questions are not being asked, 
you ask them. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what someone stands for, meet up with them. Yeah. Send them an email. They, these are all folks that will probably respond to your email at at the very least. So there's definitely, you know, a huge shout out to Don Addis who has been very consistent. And I think that's what, what's really going to create change with that at the end of the day is consistency, right? Right now we're still, we're still in shock. We're still mourning. We're still going through the process of grieving. We even have, we haven't even had the opportunity to finish one grieving situation at Buffalo. We're now dealing with this, but I think, I think what I'm hopeful for Rita is that I'm seeing a lot of people being upset enough to stop to wanting to give a damn to do something. Yeah, the only thing that I'm worried is how long it's going to last. And that's just the, I don't even want to say cynical part of me. It's just the realistic part of me. Because I remember 2018, um, there was a shooting, I believe it was 2018, a shooting in a school in Florida. And um, after that shooting, uh, there were rallies organized. Um, and there were even an event uh, that I know Don Ares and Women's March Slow helped organize with teachers and students uh, here in San Luis Obispo County. Hundreds and hundreds of people I attended. Hundreds and hundreds mm-hmm. of people attended in San Luis Obispo City. Um, there and um, uh, the shooting that had happened in Florida was in February of 2018, and that was the Stoneman Douglas High School shooting. I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of kids that organized uh, March mm-hmm. in D.C. Um, they pushed for uh, gun legislation, gun reform. Um, there was a group that came together here in Slough County called Moms Demand Action. There was a lot of interest. Mm-hmm. It's 2022. We have who knows how many school shootings in 2018 and then you go back and look at what happened with all of that momentum and it, it nothing we we weren't able to pass any legislation obviously because the senate had mitch mcconnell and still we don't have 65 votes and we're blocked by republicans mm-hmm. but what happened to the people that got organized they they went to the rally and then dissipated and i have talked to the person that stay committed to the cause here mm-hmm. in Slough County, one mm-hmm. of the, the biggest advocates for gun uh, sense regulation. Uh, her name is Michelle Garner. A huge props to her by herself. Mm-hmm. One woman show pushing and mm-hmm. advocating at all levels of government. And she realized that um, I don't want to speak for her, but she told me she's been the only one mm-hmm. pushing here in San Luis Obispo County. Mm-hmm. And she is now working at the state level, at the national yeah. level, because people here just stop supporting the cause. Mm-hmm. So how many days, how many weeks until we forget about this shooting, we go back to our sweet little lives and we don't step up to lead, not to follow, mm-hmm. because we don't need more followers mm-hmm. we don't we don't have followers mm-hmm. but what we need is leaders we need mm-hmm. people to step up and take the commitment to say this is going to be the thing that i put 10 hours a week mm-hmm. that's what it's going to take mm-hmm. 10 hours a week of contacting your congress member to contact your city councils because it is shameful that in our county the first person that comes to mind is don Ares and don Ares alone mm-hmm. on gun safety it is shameful who else are we we have seven cities in this county. There's no one in San Luis Obispo City that I can think of that has been pushing for gun safety regulation. Not, I might be forgetting, but there's mm-hmm. no one that pops to mind. Mm-hmm. Bismo Beach, mostly Republican, no one. Atascalera, 
come on. Basura yeah. was nothing. Menos. Yeah, menos. <laughs> no uh, one else. Yeah. Uh, I can list all the other cities. And there's only one person that comes up to my comes mm-hmm. to mind. That's not possible. That is not possible. And I think that's an invitation, Rita, where we have to find ways to better support activists, right? Like figuring out, okay, Don Addis, how can we support your cause, right? Uh, what is it? It takes funding. It takes time. It takes knowledge, right? It takes lobbying. Like, well, let's let's take what the NRA did to get mm-hmm. to where they're at mm-hmm. and start mimicking those those approaches, right? Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately, too, Rita, it's going to take people to run for office. Yes. Who have who believe that we need to tackle gun violence? Yeah. Uh, straight on. So that we can have those situations, for example, city council like San Jose, right? Yeah. There had to have been cohesiveness yeah. for the city uh, city council of San Jose to have done that, yeah. right? And if we don't have that cohesiveness, it's never going to be alive. And I think yeah. that's very mirroring to this country. Mm-hmm. Right now, you just bringing it back to the Beto situation, what seeing that situation unfold was so, it grasped this country. That moment yeah. grasped this country. Yeah. Here are the people, Beto is representing the people that are sick and tired of being sick and tired, mm-hmm. that were frustrated, were upset. And to everyone that is saying that he was out of line, no, he is an effing parent. This is someone who cares. I hope parents are emotional and passionate about their children, okay? Yeah. And then here you get the, I don't know who it was, was it the, the sheriff or someone um, telling him that he is an embarrassment, that he needs to shut up. Yeah. They ended up escorting him out of the room. But yeah. he was an opportunity, Rita, to grasp and to have that uncomfortable conversation, to actually address the real issues, not performative uh, a press conference, but actually to have a conversation because we keep on hearing how we're divided in this country. Hell yeah, we are fucking divided in this yeah. country. So what is it going to take? What is it going to take, Rita, for us to have some sort of let's come to Jesus moment? How are we going to get to common ground? Because what what has been happening in the direction that we're going, it's not good for us. Mm-hmm. It is not. And even bringing it back to Don Arias, and it's because it's a, a, a local example and a very real example and a close example that I, I know, even with her, we currently have people in this community that have been to every single women's march event that she has put together for the community that her and a group of amazing women have put Mm -hmm. together for this community people that i have seen at every single one of these events Mm -hmm. wearing their pussy hats with their women's shirt (laughs) women's march shirt we need some laughter they run for office they run for office they run uh uh, women run for office t-shirts they they, i believe her they whatever Right. right now advocating and campaigning against Don Ade, supporting someone that we don't even know, that is not even from this community. And that that just shows you, mm-hmm. that just shows you the hypocrisy of this community. Not, not this community alone, but, but this, this society, country, of this society, country, this country, the political, yeah, the political uh, environment that we're and currently I think, in. And I think maybe that's part of it too, Rita, maybe because as women, we're seeing this also that it's just, it's just crazy to me because um, I know for me, I have made it a point to support Don Addis. And what does support look like? Is mm-hmm. that the reason why I'm supporting Don Addis is that she has a long resume of things that she has been consistent about. That's so effing awesome that she's pro trying to figure out um, 
legislation for for gun control. Uh, and and this and also here's a woman who was able to accomplish or have the discussions in her own city council as a city council member. Right now, she's a candidate for state assembly, which yeah. is going to even have even more influence and power. Yeah. So why not support those things? And I think this is a reality. Because people check. are assholes. No, but this is a reality check. And I'm so <laughs> glad Rita, that you're calling it out for what it was, um, is that. When we when we say like. And I think we're starting to get there too, Rita, where we see the performative people yeah. and we see the people who are really seeing the bigger vision. We need p- politicians with a vision. Yeah. We need politicians that are not in, in love with themselves uh, to be egotistical, to be egocentric on one or two issues. No, we need to see the whole platform of people who can have a track record that give a damn. And one of those biggest track records that you can measure is the consistency of how long has someone been repeating themselves? Yes. And I honestly will only believe that change is doable and possible um, once we start acting on our words. And once and we need to have unity. Yeah. Unity on messaging. Yeah. Yeah. Why why not support a candidate that is that is gonna make our communities better? Yeah. That is gonna be that voice in Sacramento, that yeah. is gonna be that advocate, yeah, that has the experience, who's been a trailblazer. Yeah. Why not support them? And I think there is there is so much hypocrisy, uh Rita, on and I see it too. It's not just a slow county thing. I'm no, I'm not. also dabbling in it politics in other counties, and it's like <laughs> the same shit. It's like <laughs> even even like in the Bay Area, where it's yeah. the battle of how how progressive are you? Yeah, you're not progressive enough, right? Oh man, yeah. We're, we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, but, you just wait. But, but you know, Rita, I'm I'm thankful for you calling it what it is, and I think this is all a moment where we need to humble ourselves and say, what is the vision for our county? What's the vision for? Our state what's the vision for this country and i'm to a point rita where i'm like so frustrated that i might just run for something i don't even know <laughs> you guys want to hear <laughs> because that's, that's what it's gonna take like yes. we can't we can no longer wait for a hero yeah we have to be that hero yeah and and we need to start really pushing for change and if no one cre- can create that change then guess what this is your invitation to step up and do it guess what Yesenia's <laughs> running for president i'm here to but, support you but no rita it's just but in the meantime let's support the people especially the women yeah, yeah. the yeah. women who are putting themselves out there this over is not easy. and over and over and over and, and really, over and, again and this is this is this is a cautionary situation where it's like dear slow county get your shit together we, we need a back Don Addis. Yeah. This is the primary for those yes. of you, which the number's so low yeah. that haven't turned in your ballot. Yeah. Do that right now. Make sure you vote for Don. Make sure you vote for, um, I'm blinking on her name, Elena Cano. Yeah. Uh, make Elena sure you Cano. start pushing women. Yeah. Start pushing people who yeah. have a vision, yeah. who can work themselves up because yeah. in this political world, it is a ladder. Yeah. So if we, if we want to have effective policy on a national level, guess what? That starts at a local level. It does. And like I said, we are seeing examples at the city level, at the county level, at the state level, California, props to Gavin Newsom right now and his team um, that that are working. We don't need to wait for that Senate. Although I will repeat what Michelle Garner told me, we need to remind everyone that you can help states flip uh, their Senate seats. We have states where it's very doable to flip those seats. And I always have this voice in the back of my mind of 
people, I won't say names, people that say, oh, but the dams, but the dams, but the dams. Quiet those voices, everyone that's actually putting in the work and vote and support and run for office. If you cannot do any of those things, write, a, write postcards. Yeah, donate money, write postcards like we did for Georgia. Let's do it for Texas. Let's do mm -hmm. it for other, other states. We can do this. It's completely doable to have a different society and have a different culture. And, and like you said, Yesenia, this we can we can avoid having another one of these um mm. another one and of these I, I'm, I'm tired I, I hear it in your voice and your face with that you're also tired and we have to channel that into actual yeah. production right yeah we need to see results we, yeah. we can we can no longer we keep on saying it don't be a, a social media warrior that's not the place yeah that's yeah. not that's yeah. not where change is going to yeah. be made yeah. Uh, get get active start participating start start wherever you're listening to us start really identifying who yeah. are those activists who are yeah. those advocates who are those people in your community that yeah. are advocating for some sort of gun reform uh, restrictions talk to your city council yeah. these are all things that we can do because I think too Rita a lot of folks are feeling well what can I do well yeah. just listen to this podcast again yeah. there's been a lot of awesome things that you can do. Yeah. And I would, I would suggest everyone let's, let's make the change happen, but this is an yeah. open invitation. Yeah. And if you are uh, looking for something to do regarding gun reform, you can uh, text um, to get involved with moms demand action. Um, I believe the number that you can text, I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. Huge shout out to Moms of Demand Action. Yes. Um, that's that's so awesome. Yes. I mean, you guys can go to MomsDemandAction.org wherever you are in the country and you'll find um, how to get involved with them. I You can text also from your phone. Just grab your phone right now if you haven't done it already and text ACT, that is A-C-T, to the number 64433. And then just follow the steps, give the information that they request from you. That way you are in their system and they can reach out to you whenever they need advocates and take action when they reach out to you. Don't just do it now because you're outraged mm -hmm. and that rage is going to pass. Yeah. No, it's hold on to that rage because right now there's, there's no other way. Just hold on to the rage and take action. So y'all have homework that yeah. we will be consistent about. Yeah. And we'll check in. Yeah, we'll check in. And please take care of your mental wealth, every, mental health, everyone. Yeah. I know it's hard. Disconnect if you have to. Yeah. Take it easy. And we yeah. just give you love wherever you're listening to us. Just know you're not alone. If you are yeah, facing man. suicide or anger, whatever it may be, please get the help. Yeah. Uh, please you're reach out alone. to even to Politicas. Like if you just need need that support, please yeah. don't be shy. Don't be afraid to talk to your friends, to your family. If you really don't have a support system, yeah. reach out to us. Yeah. We'll end it there. Um, but yeah, that's the episode. Love you guys. Bye.